trees and stuff like that. Was there anything that surprised you once you got there? It was a community surprised me the most, how everyone, you throw so many people that don't know each other together, and then you come out of family, and that, that's really cool. And it's, you know, our- Howdy. Welcome to the podcast component of CCC Hardcore. We're committed to telling the stories of members of the California Conservation Corps. CCC Hardcore was originally a simple blog that can be found at ccchardcore.wordpress.com. Our main purpose with the blog is to record personal stories and pictures from current and former members of the CCC. We believe that every Corps member has a story worth telling, and now we're bringing you some of those stories in the Corps members' own voices through this podcast. One of the special programs of the CCC is the Backcountry Trails Program. About 90 Corps members are recruited from all over the country through both the CCC and AmeriCorps, formed into six crews, and head out into the mountains to work on trails in the Sierras, the Trinity Alps, the Klamath Mountains, and a few other select locations on public land throughout California. Backcountry is typically defined as a place that is at least four miles from the nearest road. From the end of, end of April through September, these Corps members will be living out of their backpacks and tents and moving throughout the backcountry, maintaining trails to keep these public lands accessible to the public. These crews actually live back there all summer. They don't come out and get hotel rooms for the weekend. They don't have cell phone coverage out there. There is no internet. Backcountry Corps members can't just run down to the 7-Eleven for a Slurpee and some downtime away from the crew. Days off in the backcountry mean that Corps members get a couple of days and a few mile head start for backpacking trips deeper into the mountains. Each crew stays together all summer. They get resupplied once a week by either pack mules or helicopters. They stay out there in all sorts of weather and conditions, even heat and sleet and snow. The work is hard and involves moving a lot of heavy rocks and building them into the walls and steps you might see on the trail as you backpack through Yosemite or Kings Canyon National Park, the Trinity Alps, or Big Basin State Park. A backcountry season ends at the end of September, with all of the crews coming together for a debriefing held at Camp Mather, which is located just outside of Yosemite National Park near Hetch Hetchy. I was at debriefing this year, and I was able to record some interviews with some of these backcountry Corps members. We would like to share those interviews with you through this podcast. First up, we're going to hear from some members of the Trinity Alps crew. Jesus Ruiz was their C1, but the crew's nickname for him was Chewy, and I needed to tell you that because you will hear Chewy mentioned in the interviews. As their name indicates, they worked in Northern California's Trinity Alps, north of Weaverville. They worked out of the Swift Creek Trailhead at the beginning of the season. Their backcountry time was, was spent building a reroute on the Landers Lake Trail to protect meadowlands. They had to change their work plans at the end of the season because of NorCal fires and, and finished the season working out of the Stewart Fork Trailhead. The first core member we will hear from is Carlos Manzanares. So you're Carlos? Yeah, I'm Carlos. On the Shasta Trinity crew? Yeah, yeah on the Shasta Trinity crew. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you were in the seas before? I was. I was in Tahoe. Okay. How long were you in the seas? Uh, I've done a year, and before I came here, it was a year and like five months. Okay. Before I came here. Four months around there. Um, so the, how did you hear about the backcountry program first? At first, it was through Adam when he came to our center to do his presentation. It was really cool, and I tried to apply during that first time, and I didn't get in. Uh-huh. And uh, but the second time he came in, my friend had my friend Jet had gone, and he he just hyped it up so much that uh-huh. 
when I when I heard Adams coming through, I I was one of the first ones in line to get into that interview. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Um, did you have to think about it, or was it like? No, a... I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> all right. I was just like I wanted to do it one time. I didn't get in the first time, right so I, I went for it the second time. Right on. Uh, yeah. What'd you do before the seas? Before the seas, I worked at a slaughterhouse. Oh really? Yeah, Cor- uh, Corona cattle. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, it was it was tough. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where I got a lot of work ethic from, but. It's completely different in the seas and backcountry is just mm-hmm. another level altogether. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I loved it all, but I know it's it was cool. Right on. Yeah. Uh, what was your biggest challenge during the year? The biggest challenge in the years was during the year wasn't it, it wasn't the physical activity, but it, it played a part. It was having to get up after you retired, like. During the day, you're fine, but once you go to sleep and you wake up and your feet are jello and you don't want to keep walking, but you still got to keep walking, that's when it got hard. And that, that kind of killed me a bit, but still here. Right on. Yeah. Um, so you heard about stuff about the backcountry program before you went. Yeah. So you heard the stories and stuff like that. Was there anything that surprised you once you got there? It was a community that surprised me the most, how everyone, you throw so many people that don't know each other together and then you come out of family and that... It's really cool. And see our crew is still, like, oh, yeah. they're still kicking it together. Right oh, yeah. There. Right on. Um, um, what's your takeaway from the summer? Anything is possible. Like, and uh, how Thomas the Train says, you got, I think I can, I think I can. That's That was my motto as I kept going every mm-hmm. day. Is, is that and Dory from Finding Mimo just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you're going to get to where you need to get to. Right on. Yeah. It's simple stuff, but important yes, stuff. Yes, it, yes, it right is. Right on. Yeah. Um, so where do you go from here? I'm going back to Tahoe to finish my second year. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I'm trying to pursue a job in Alaska and see how that comes up. Right Probably on. another trail job. That'd be really cool. Right on. Um, anything else you want to say about your summer? It was awesome. <laughs> right on. It was awesome. Well, thanks for chatting with me. And Next, we'll hear from Joe Grabinski, who came to the backcountry from Ohio via the AmeriCorps program. So your name again? Uh, Joe Grabinski. Joe, okay. And uh, where are you from? Um, Montville, Ohio. Ohio. It's All about right. Forty-five minutes east of Cleveland. Okay. Um, yeah, a little bit out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. All right. Amish country. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Not here for sure. Yeah. How did you find out about the program? Well, I applied for the NCCC. Um, what was it? NCCC. I applied for the NCCC. Okay. Um, didn't get in because of some paperwork, and then I got the email because I still had an AmeriCorps account, mm-hmm. and then I ended up here. All right. I applied. Surprised to get in. Surprised to finish it. All right. It was hard. Right on. Full challenges. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the biggest challenge you had? The biggest challenge was not quitting. Okay. There were moments. There were moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Late June. In early July for sure when the, the summer heat was kicking in and the personal challenges were kicking in and I didn't want to hang out with the same 17 people for the next few months and I just wanted to go home uh-huh. and be alone yeah. but after going through those challenges and everything I learned to appreciate my community and love, love the people that I was around right on um, but it, it, it took a minute you know was, did you do anything in particular to get through that? Um, yeah actually Chewy the C1 he, he pulled me aside and kind of like gave me a metaphoric slap in the face you know mm-hmm. he's just like what are you doing you know mm-hmm. like 
are you here? Yeah. And after talking to him and after him recognizing me as a human being that I was here, I kind of started thinking to myself, well, what am I doing wrong? What could I be doing wrong, you know? Like, if I, if I think that I'm doing everything that I can, like, what else can I do? And, and yeah, he, he talked me through it, for sure. Uh-huh. I, I needed that close relationship with Chewie that, that I had. Yeah. Um, so, John sometimes steals some of my questions. What was your biggest surprise? Yeah. My biggest surprise. <laughs> so I told John that my biggest surprise was actually getting in, uh-huh. and then my biggest, my other biggest surprise was actually finishing it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, like April, like no, 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 like right when we started work until the last day in my head all the time was when is this going to be over Uh not in like a bad way like I wanted it to end but like when will this hike be over you Uh know when will the next time always being the present each challenge up to the next Uh and every time that we finished something or came back to camp or you know came back from the lake or a weekend it was always like wow we have more to do still. Yeah. You know, and that's that's taught me to look at life like a stepping stone. Okay. To be present in that moment because so, what's next, you know? Yeah. What's so next after this? So is that your takeaway from this summer? Oh, like yeah. always being yeah. present? Yeah. Yeah, always being present. It's something that our super our uh, sponsors and he was always saying that too. Like once again that metaphoric slap in the face, like be present you guys. Like, yeah. You know, you're here. This is like learn from this moment, take away from this and Yeah. I think that we all did as a crew came together. Alright. Yeah. Cool. Um so where do you go from here? Um, San Francisco. Okay. And then I'm only on the West Coast. This might be the only time in my whole entire life that I'm on the West Coast. So uh-huh. I'm going out to Oregon and then to Washington. Uh, I'm just going to travel around, really. Okay. And then I didn't think that I'd like trail work, but I think I like trail work. So I might continue there's, doing trail work. There's another surprise. <laughs> yeah, there's another surprise. Yeah, I might, actually, I might actually continue doing it, which is surprising. All right. You know, yeah, I went to school for science and... You know, to be, to always have my glasses on, and, mm-hmm. you know, to be like always under a microscope. Or yeah. something, but I think I think I need some years of hard work. Okay, where'd you go to school? Um, Hawking Technical College. Okay. Yeah, it was in uh, Athens, Ohio, Ohio University. Mm-hmm. Right down the road from there, and I went down there for wildlife management and uh, a little bit of tourism stuff. Mm-hmm. It really, was nothing. So, was your degree wildlife management? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's a weird school. Technically, yeah. it was I got a degree in the Associates of Science, uh-huh. but they called it wildlife management, ecotourism, all these things that I studied. It was it was a weird school. It was a weird school. Did you get a bachelor's? Associates. Associates. Okay. Yeah. But once you take that degree and com- combine that with the experience that you got, you know, you can yeah. go pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And then this, you know, this is like, and then I was wondering, like, what am I going to do with this degree? Am I going to go outside? Am I not? Am I going to stay, you know, indoors and do study or something? And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stay outside, at okay. least in my 20s. All right. Yeah. Right on. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about the summer? No, 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 no. It was just like, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. And that's, I'm just happy to be, I'm happy to be through it. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you here on the other side. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> And for the last segment in this podcast, we'll hear from Vanessa Cameron Rodriguez, a corner from Fresno, California. Um, so your name is Vanessa Cameron Rodriguez. Okay, and you're on the, the Fresno Jeff, Center. From Fresno. Okay. Fresno, yeah. 
Um, how long have you been in the Seas? I've been in the Seas for now, for about uh, two years and uh, two months. Okay, that's oh, a long time for a corner home. Not really. So, <laughs> a lot of them don't last yeah, a few months. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what do you do at Fresno? What, what, what do we do? What did you do? I'm part of the energy crew. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, you've been doing that a long time? Yes, I've been in the energy group for for a year and two months, mm-hmm. approximately. And all we do is um, we do energy surveys and retrofits okay. around. Say. Okay. So, what interested you about the backcountry program? Because I love the outdoors. Oh, right. Simple question. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to think about it, or was it just? No, no, no. Um, the reason I joined the energy was because I hurt myself and I couldn't continue working on the grade. Okay. So I joined the energy. I like it, but I do not love it as I do love working outdoors. All right. That's the reason I wanted to come back and be working outdoors. Use, we use our hands. It's on hands too, but mm-hmm. it's not the same yeah. as working outdoors. Right on. So, yeah, for me, being outside, it's just it's a passion. All right. Yeah. Right on. Uh, what was your biggest challenge of the summer? Uh, the physical, mm-hmm. um, my condition, because since I was working indoors for this long time, I wasn't able to work out as much as mm-hmm. I wanted to. Yeah. So. And did you get stronger over the season? Yeah. yeah. All right. For were you sure. satisfied with where you were at the end? Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. For sure. Right on. Um, Johnny stole one of my questions. <laughs> you probably had a lot of ideas about what it was going to be like before you got here. Um, what was your biggest surprise? When you from the back country, like uh, during the season, yeah, um, you surprised that that's a hard question. I don't know, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, what's your takeaway going to be from the season? What are you going to take away with you? Um, the love for the outdoors <laughs> because now I feel more connected, not, not only with more, more with nature, with everybody, mm-hmm. like that connection with trail workers. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I was reminded of, Louis Lamore is a Western writer, and he said, trail dust is thicker than blood. What do you think about that? That's true. Yeah. I feel it now. <laughs> right on. Um, so where do you go from here? Where? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to my center, finish my year as a um, crew leader, mm-hmm. and hopefully I can um, promote as a crew leader, too. All right. And... Um, because I want to be IC1 one day. All right. If it is possible, work with the, uh, the Forest Service, State Parks. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Something like that, and then go back. back as a supervisor. Right on, yeah. right on. Well, um, anything else you'd like to say about the summer? And it, was, it was awesome. Right it changed on. my life, and I love it. I, I want to continue doing this. Right on. Yeah. Thanks for chatting yeah, thank with you. me. That's all yeah. I got. And that wraps up the interviews we have from the 2017 Trinity Alps Backcountry Crew. I'd like to thank Carlos, Joe, and Vanessa for taking a few minutes out of their busy day to talk with me. Next week, we'll have more interviews with core members from a different crew. I'd like to thank the Backcountry Program staff, Carlson Hubbard, Adam Zamastil, and Aaron Degenstein, for letting me come and hang out with them and the Backcountry Crews for a few days at Camp Matter. Their continued support lets me continue to do any of this blogging stuff, especially our new podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and make sure you don't miss any of the upcoming interviews. We still have to talk to the Desolation Wilderness Klamath Kings Canyon crews, as well as two crews from Yosemite. And for more stories from and about other current and former core members, be sure to check out our blog at ccchardcore.wordpress.com. Happy trails!